You've found the Everything Apostolic Podcast. Delight your soul, feed your spirit, and sharpen your mind with anointed teaching and discussion on subjects such as faith healing, miracles, end-time prophecy, holiness, and everything that apostolics love. And now here's your host, pastor, author, blogger, and teacher, Charles Rodas. Welcome to Everything Apostolic. Well, praise the Lord. This is Charles Rodas, your host. Great to be with you. And we're going to talk about, as you can see, dealing with evil spirits. Well, I have some good news. (laughs) Number one, you are victorious through Christ. And you may not feel victorious. That may come, come and go. But there are people unfortunately, that feel like they are under the gun most of the time. They feel like that the devil has his foot on their head and they are Holy Ghost filled. Well, I want to help you today and I want to encourage you. Let me say something on the outset here in the very beginning of this podcast. When we're dealing with evil spirits, a Holy Ghost filled person cannot be possessed by an evil spirit. No, let me say it again to make sure you have that and that you know what I believe. A Holy Ghost-filled person cannot be possessed with an evil spirit. But you must understand that people with the Holy Ghost can be tormented. Oh, and if you don't believe that, you just need to look around. Uh, We can, there are those that will argue that point and say, well, there's, you know, this is just something else there's and and they want to make some kind of an argument that does not make sense but you know i've had the holy ghost since 1980 and i have dealt with many many people many people that have been troubled by evil spirits that were not possessed but those spirits attached themselves to those individuals before they received the holy ghost And even in some cases, after they receive the Holy Ghost. Now, the latter can only happen, can only happen for the most part because of they opened a door because of sin in their life. Now, that does not mean that a a demon is going to enter you if you've sinned, but they do have a way to attach themselves to your thinking, to your mind, to your spirit, to torment you. And they must be driven away. They must be cast out of your presence, out of your thinking, however you want to word it. I'm not here to argue the point. I'm here to minister to some people that need a little detail about what you're going through, amen, and how to have your victory because that's what you want you want victory over those troubling thoughts over those continual and constant 24 7 temptations that seem to constantly plague your mind to do something crazy people have suicidal thoughts people have uh just 
constant temptations to sin. They never have a break. Uh, other crazy thoughts. Some people are tormented by fear, just fear at night, fear about going somewhere, fear they can't hardly go out of the house. They can't hardly drive a car, afraid of people, uh, afraid of the opposite sex. We're talking about people with the Holy Ghost. Now, many of these people, uh, they have had the Holy Ghost a short time. Some of them uh, maybe in a church that is gives them no kind of help or explanation or information about this type of thing. Some uh, people are never around anyone with any kind of a deliverance ministry. And Paul, the apostle, had a deliverance ministry. Jesus had a deliverance ministry. We could talk about him for a while. You know, so what we have here is we have darkness versus the light. We have the devil on one side. We have God on the other side, and there's no comparison of the two. Uh, the, the devil is not the opposite of God. There is no opposite of God. There is no comparison. He is no comparison at all. But sometimes we give him away. Sometimes we give him opportunity. Sometimes we allow him to cause thoughts to enter our mind and stay in our mind. We muse upon things and we entertain things. And sometimes the devil can take that and attach himself when we've just given way to that over and over and over. And next thing you know, it's like um, addictive thoughts that are just tormenting an individual. Thoughts that says, you're worthless. You're no good. It make you feel so bad about yourself and so down about yourself. And there's people that fear death and they have a fear of cancer and fear of other diseases and fear that their spouse is going to leave and fear of all kinds of things and different types of torments. But I'm here to minister to the body of Christ and anybody that will listen Amen. Again, we can ignore this and say it's not true and it doesn't happen. Well, I don't know where you're at if you feel that way, but I work with people and I've been working with people for decades and I have prayed with many people, thousands, no doubt, and helped many uh, get their deliverance from addictions, sometimes nicotine and alcohol and other things that have a They've been addicted to and to help them get free. Praise the Lord. Well, there are ruling ruling demon powers in the atmosphere. The Apostle, Apostle Paul, I believe it was in Ephesians chapter 6. You can go there if you like, but I'll make mention of it, talking about principalities and powers and uh, these ruling spirits in the atmosphere. The Bible says that uh, calls Satan the God, the little G, the God of this world. He's the prince and power of the air. That's right. He's the prince and power of the air. Now, he's not God with a capital G, but he has made himself a God with a little G. He rules the fallen angels, and he rules many people's lives, many people. There are people out in this world today that serve him wholeheartedly, and they sin all they can. And unfortunately, again, there are many 
good, godly believers that are tormented by him every day. Praise the Lord. And we're here to expose that and, uh, and turn on the light. Thank you, Jesus. We're not going to exalt the devil. We're not here today to exalt him or to give him place or to give him room or to make him look big and bad. No, he is a defeated foe. He's already defeated by the blood. As the Bible says that you're overcomers by the blood of Jesus. You're made overcomers by the blood of the lamb and by the word of your testimony. Thank God. Oh, yes, you are. Who is Satan? What is Satan? Well, you know, Satan is a fallen angel. He was nothing more than an angel in heaven. He was a created being. And he tried to make a coup against God Almighty there in heaven. And he got one third of the angels to join him. And they rose up and tried to take over. But it lasted for about a a moment. <laughs> you know, there's nothing hidden from God. There's All things are naked and open before him. And he cast Satan out with that third of angels. And now he's here tormenting people. Now, let me tell you, so many people today think the devil's in hell. The devil is not in hell. The demons are not in hell. The devil does not have an office in hell. And no, no, no. Hell, that place... Gehenna is a place of torment. He will go there. No, he doesn't have an office with a door and with a key. Never did. No, he's never been there, but he's going there. He will be cast into the lake of fire. He, he will burn there for eternity. But he is not in hell. It doesn't matter what preacher says it. There's no Bible for it. He is here tormenting. He is has... Uh, other demon powers that he rules over and they are very strategic over nations and states and counties and and cities uh governments world rulers even families and individuals yes but greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world praise god so yeah that's where he dwells so what's he here to do? He's here to torment you. He wants to take you to hell with him. He's got a short time. The Bible says that he has come down with great wrath, knowing that he has a short time. That's right. He has a just, just a little bit of time. He doesn't know how much time he has. We don't know how much time there is. Only the Lord knows when he's coming back. But when the Lord blows that trumpet, praise God, all of that's going to end. All of that's going to end. But until then, he's here to torment you and here to torment me if he can. But I thank God that you have power today and I have power today. We're not rejoicing in that fact, but we're grateful for that fact. We're thankful for that. You have to know who you are, my friend. You have to know what you have. You are blood bought. You are blood bought. He's given you power over all the power of the enemy that by by nothing by any means shall harm you. Nothing. The devil cannot hurt you. Now, if you believe him and you submit to him, sure, he can cause damage. But I'm not going to believe him. I'm not going to submit to him. I'm not going to. No, I don't want to give him any place. Praise God. I said, I don't want to give him any place to do any more damage to my life than what he's already done. He's done damage to every one of us. 
that have had not raised in the church, when you've lived for yourself for any time, he can do some quick damage. Praise God. And he can do damage to you sometimes through other individuals. Close people in your life that are not living for God and people that you are attached to, sometimes marriages or children, parents, whatever. Some people that are, are attached to you that are not living for God can be used by the devil to cause damage and hurt to you. But again, thank God for the victory and God will give you victory over those things. Amen. You do not have to succumb to them because, again, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So what are his weapons? Fear is a great weapon. That's right. All these different negative emotions that come to you, they are weapons of the enemy. People can be weapons. That's right. He uses fear and anxiety and all these, like I said, different negative emotions to attack you with. But you don't have to succumb to them. You don't have to give in to them. They do not have to rule in your life. If you are battling anxiety or fear, I'm not here to condemn you. We've all fought some levels of that. So I just want to encourage you that you can overcome, that you can be victorious over all fear and anxiety. That's right. Victory in the name of Jesus. That's right. That's right. You can cast that out of your mind. You can cast that out of your thoughts with an authoritative verse through the name and by the name of Jesus Christ. That's right. You can do that. Now, you may not get all the victory you want in the first time you command. I'm not talking about praying to God, but I'm talking about talking to that devil. Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Jesus said in Mark 16 that the believers should cast out devils. And sometimes we have to cast them out of our presence, cast them out of our thoughts, cast them out of our home, cast them out of our situations. Again, it doesn't mean you're possessed, but the devil has come to steal, kill, and destroy your victory, your life, your ministry, your family, marriage, children. Whatever you have that's good, the devil has come to take it away from you. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, I thank the Lord for the great Holy Ghost. I thank God for the blood. So what does Satan look like? What does that devil look like? Well, he's not walking around with a red suit on, <laughs> with a long pointed tail and with uh, horns on his head and, you know, some kind of vampire teeth and glaring ugly eyes. That's right. No, he's not. <laughs> he's not coming like that. Hollywood has painted him as a scary face. But the apostle Paul, I believe it was, talked about, and said that he can come as an angel of light. He can appear as a, a false, uh, deceptive angel of light because he is a fallen angel. Satan, Lucifer, was very beautiful in heaven. He was arrayed with gold and all manner of jewels, the Bible says. That's right. That's the way he was arrayed. I don't want to look nothing like him. I don't want to appear anything like him at all. I don't want to take on the personality or the appearance of Lucifer. No, no, no. No, I don't. Praise the Lord. That's right. So he doesn't look all mean and ugly and scary. 
but he can come to you as an angel of light with a spirit of deception and um, he can speak he can impersonate he is a master ventriloquist oh yes he is he is a master ventriloquist he can imitate the voice of god he can imitate your own voice sometimes you're thinking thoughts and you think well why am i thinking this terrible thing it may not be you that's right it may be that old lion devil or some uh fallen angel of his that has come to attack you in your home he can appear in many different ways there's nothing to be afraid of they don't have any power over you only power over you that they have is the power that you give them and the real power they have is in their voice that's right they have the ability to um they can harmonize the devil can harmonize by himself uh, he has the ability, like I said, to change the sound of his voice, to imitate the voice of God. But you can always compare what he says or what any demon says to you by the word of God. If it does not line up with the scripture, find multiple scriptures on the subject. God doesn't love you. God doesn't love you. The people in the church, they don't love you. They don't like you. All right, we fought. now we go to the scripture. We know that's a lie. The devil can speak that to you. You know the people are talking about you at church. That lying devil wants to make you, uh, he wants to separate you from the body of Christ. And he will speak things like that. But you've got to identify him and call him out immediately. Say, you lying devil, say it out loud to him. You lying devil, I bind you in the name of Jesus. And see, when you say that there's power in your words, that's right. And Jesus said, whatsoever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And when you say, I bind you in the name of Jesus, you spirit of fear, you lying spirit, and you identify that and you say that. So you can kind of picture in your mind that you're binding that. And what do we mean by that? Well, in a sense, you're taking a spiritual rope or chains. You're, you're taking duct tape and you are wrapping it around his face and his mouth and you're casting him out and you're commanding him to go and stop speaking to you that's right whatsoever you bind on earth whatsoever that's a broad statement there that's right so you have authority to do that you have weapons amen so that devil's on the outside wanting in but we're not going to let him in he's not going to possess us Praise God. Thank God for the victory. Oh, I've got more for you, my brother and sister. Hang on for a quick break. Hey, I want to tell you about my book entitled Satan, Demons, and You. Hi, this is Charles Rodas. I want to give you a few testimonies of others that have read this book. One is by Pastor Larry G. He says, great book. I have used these methods many times in Jesus' name. I appreciate this book very much. Another one by He Chose Me says, if you want to understand the enemy and how to fight a spiritual battle, this book will help you. This book with the scriptures to confirm what is written. Very easy to read. 
And another testimony by Shelley says, every Christian needs this book. This man has great knowledge and understanding. I have read this book many times. Well, my friend, you can get this paperback or the Kindle edition on Amazon. Go there now and read more about it. Blessings. So, yes, uh, the devil is on the outside wanting in, but he cannot come through the blood. So have no fear. He cannot just possess you. He cannot just take control of you. Now, if you have torments going on, again, you can cast those away from your presence. You can cast that out of your mind. Now, you may not be going through anything like this, and possibly you never have, and you think, I'm really off my rocker, okay? But until you get into the place of uh, deep ministry like I have been, and many pastors and other ministers, then you understand, okay? Even though some of them think, well, it's just all mental, or they have an imagination, or they just, some think it's just all... um, well, it's, they need medicine, okay? And I know sometimes medicine can help. I'm not criticizing that. But this is more than that. I'm talking about more than that. We're talking about a real deliverance here, okay? The devil has, or the world, I should say, has medicine. The medicine man has labeled many things uh, with a medical diagnosis, There are a lot of mental illnesses. I said, there's a lot of mental illnesses. There's a lot of physical, mental, uh, physical illnesses. Many of them um, are spirits in disguise that God can drive away and heal and drive out. And he does that by the authority that is in the believer. Praise God. It rarely happens without your will. You have to be willing. Thank you, Jesus. How does a spirit, how does an evil spirit enter a person? Well, you know, let's talk about the unsaved. You know, the unsaved, they're out there. You take a, let's say, a young lady that, you know, she's grew up in an unsaved home, but maybe a good moral home. And mom and dad's been there and siblings and, you know, lived a pretty good moral life and not really been out there, but she gets about you know, 18 years old, 20, 21 years old, and she's really got some friends that are pulling her the wrong way, and she gets out there, man, and she's slipping over to the clubs at night, and she's opening herself up to some very strong spirits that she's never been exposed to, because, because again, her family was a good, strong family, an unsaved family, but now she's going to clubs and she's she's seeing and hearing fornication. She is uh, learning about drugs. Uh, a lot of temptations are coming to her uh, or him that they've never been involved in. And now with hundreds of other young people or scores of other young people in these very uh, dangerous places, spiritually dangerous places to be in. Next thing you know, they're they're experiencing. They get caught up in situations with the opposite sex, sometimes with the same sex, and sometimes drugs and alcohol, 
And in some cases, they leave that place and they go home and they are instantly addicted to sexual spirits. They're instantly addicted to certain perversions or drugs, uh, even alcohol, alcoholism. Sometimes these things can take a person in a night, in a day, and totally take hold of their mind where it drives them to to go back another night and experience more of the perversions and see that's how so what has happened you take a young person like that a young adult sometimes even in their teens unfortunately even children are taken advantage of and it's a lot of that happening today and uh, wicked adults are telling them uh, oh, maybe you're a boy, but maybe you're really a girl or you're a girl, but you really are a boy inside and you need to identify as a boy because that's really what you are. You're not really a girl or the opposite. You're not, you know, you're not really a boy. You you have thoughts of a girl. Maybe you, yeah, and maybe you are, you know. Uh, and so we have these people that are imparting and confusion to children now and uh wicked spirits evil spirits demonic strongholds uh these men that want to dress up like women and and these women that want to dress up like men they're they're wickedly perverted they're 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 morally uh depraved and they they want to See, the devil is in them, and they, they are full of demons. And so what do they want to do? They want to go to the vulnerable. They want to go to the children, the little innocent children in the daycares and the kindergartners, the first and second and the third graders. And they want to get on there. I've seen short videos of, I've seen one where uh, they had uh, a child uh, on their lap. I saw one where uh, this man that was dressed as a woman uh was just just physically up against uh uh the child and um wasn't in a lone place it was in a school it was in a daycare whatever it was with many people teachers and parents and others watching and parents are losing their minds and teachers and daycares that allow this type of thing are losing their minds and setting a spirit of confusion in the children. And then this, the children, unfortunately, sometimes are opened up to these things because of the sexual abuse. And it doesn't have to be that. There's other types of sexual abuse and physical abuse. People are opened up to, and sometimes uh, people live their lives tormented tormented. They grow up as adults. They're tormented. They don't want to go that way. They don't want to be that, that way. They don't want to do that way, but they're tormented. Oh, that's right. They're tormented. They're confused. And the devil, again, he's out to steal, kill, and destroy. Oh, I hate that devil, don't you? I hate what he has done to people's lives <clears throat> and innocent people. It's usually the innocent that have just in the wrong place at the wrong time with the wrong people, and they've taken advantage of them, and they have imparted their evil ways and evil spirits to others. Sometimes, like I said, it could be young adults. Sometimes it's the very, very young. And these people go through this abuse, sexual abuse, 
uh, verbal abuse. There's, I was standing on, when I was pastoring in Hammond, Indiana, I was standing on the church steps uh, and across the street, uh, there was a little tiny grocery store and a little restaurant, Mexican restaurant. And there was a man that walked out of the restaurant had his little boy or girl, I don't remember, small child, maybe five, six years old, seven, I don't know. But I stood there on the steps and all of a sudden I heard him shouting. I heard him cussing. And I wasn't far away at all. But what I heard him saying to his child, calling them names and calling them how stupid you are and and you, you're gonna you're you're gonna be nothing. You're gonna be like so and so, a nothing and just terrible things. What was he doing? He was causing so much emotional damage. I I could guarantee you that wasn't the first time and not the last time. And what emotional damage he was doing to his child. And I tell you what, that's when I would like to just get and go after an individual like that, because I just, that is so evil and wicked. But I pray, oh God, a child like that can be delivered. But you know, there's so much of that going on. Who in the world can keep up with it? Now that child, if it never comes to God, will live with those emotional wounds, all of their, they'll never be healed. Only God can heal those wounds. Only God can heal those types of things. And maybe you have been through things, you know, that maybe you've never talked about and maybe you would be embarrassed to talk about. And I understand there's some very serious crimes against humanity that happen. But, oh, thank God for the blood. Thank God for what he can do. And in most cases, it takes years and decades and sometimes a whole life to get free from and delivered from these terrible, terrible things that happen to us when we're so, so very young and innocent. But I tell you what, God has a way of bringing deliverance. Oh, yes, he does. And that's why I'm talking to you today. And I speak with compassion and I speak with love and I speak about this because I care for people and i care what people are going through today but i want to tell you uh god has given you authority that's right through the name of jesus and by the holy ghost and you know let me do say you know we were talking i was talking a little bit about you know people getting involved in things you know people open themselves up to willful sin and sometimes the devil he can come in to a spirit and make his abode that old evil spirit that's right he can make his abode in a person and torment them until they finally get deliverance that's right it doesn't mean you're possessed it doesn't mean that you're being controlled but that's right that thing may have somehow latched itself into your thinking and i can't explain it all but i can tell you it is absolutely true it happens i know it's happened to me that's right i remember even when i was young there was a spirit of fear that had a hold of me that's right i was afraid when i was a boy i was afraid even at night i was afraid at night so afraid Oh, yes. Oh, yes, I was. But I remember my mom said, you know what? Enough is enough. <laughs> and she said, we're going up to Pastor Bullock and we're going to have him pray for you. And she told him a little bit, laid his hands on me, 
a simple little prayer. <laughs> I didn't feel anything. Nope, didn't do nothing. Nothing happened. Nothing, nothing happened. Oh, that I could see. But I know from that point on, from that point on as a boy, God set me free from the power of that man's fasting and his praying. Praise God. Walking in authority. A simple prayer over me delivered me from that fear that I had every night that I lived with for several years. Don't tell me you can't be tormented and children can't be tormented. And don't tell me you can't be free from it because I was delivered in a moment. I didn't vomit. My eyes didn't roll back in my head. <laughs> Nothing happened that I could see. But all I know is from that point now, and I was just a young boy, maybe 12, 14 years old. That's right. But now almost 61 years old, I'm still free of fear. And friend, you can be free of whatever it is. I want to talk to you about, oh my, we're been on here a while. And I thank you for listening and holding on because I want to help you. That's right. And, 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 and so I want to, you to know for sure that you have authority and you may not feel like you have authority. You may feel like the devil has got such a hold on you, like he has his foot on your neck. But I'm telling you what, I've said it a couple of times already, but greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. And you have power, power over all the power of the enemy. I want to encourage you that if it's just you alone, Listen, I have cast spirits out of my presence. I have cast spirits out of my thinking. That's right. Was I possessed? No, I wasn't possessed. But I was being tormented by the lies and just the enemy attacking me. Oh, yeah, for a time. But I had to take authority. I said, enough is enough in the name of Jesus. And I had to go to warfare. That's right. I had to go to war. I had to put the boxing gloves on. I had to fight the good fight of faith. And that's what I'm telling you, you've got to do sometimes. You've got to fight the good fight of faith. You've got to lay hold on this. That's right. You've got to fight against this thing. And you don't do it with uh, within yourself, anything physical. But you've got this name of Jesus. You've got to plead the blood of Jesus. You've got to talk to that thing directly. Identify him. And see, the way you identify a spirit is by its personality. And whatever personality it has, that's how it will identify itself to you in the torment that he comes to you with. Now, let's just say, for an example, I was being tormented by a spirit of fear. What kind of spirit was it? It identified to me all the time by fear. So it was a spirit of fear. It could be all kinds. What is it? What is the torment happening? What is this spirit that's trying to get you to do? Maybe it's adultery. Maybe it's anger. Maybe it's wrath. Maybe it's rage. Maybe it's a spirit of jealousy. Mm, wow. And you're constantly jealous, jealous for no good reason. You're jealous of a certain person. You're jealous of in some cases, maybe more than one person, and it upsets you. It makes you angry, okay? That is a spirit of jealousy. That doesn't mean you're possessed with it, but somehow, at some place, somewhere, sometime, it latched hold of you, okay? And it's tormenting you. You can't ignore it. 
You've got to address it, and you've got to say enough is enough, whatever it is. It could be a thousand different things. Oh, and I'm not off my rocker. I'm right on target. What I'm speaking to you is exactly the truth. That's right. And you've got to take authority over it in the name of Jesus. You've got to cast it out. You've got to command it to go. That's right. You've got to command it to go in the name of Jesus Christ, and you stay with it until you're free. It'll try to come back to you, and you will feel a deliverance. You will feel a lifting from that. Have you ever been in a church service or a powerful prayer meeting that suddenly something was lifted from you? Suddenly you knew that something just felt like a thousand pounds? That was most likely a deliverance of some type that you may not even know, but you feel so much better. And that will probably happen to you. That right there will probably happen to you. Though I can say that when my pastor laid hands upon me, I, it did not. that did not happen to me when that fear left. Okay, so if there's different, um, different levels of torment. You know, we call some of it depression. We call of it some of it oppression. And when a person is not living for God, he can become possessed. You take these people that take guns and into schools, and you take these whack jobs that want to go into these schools like I was just talking about, and men want to dress up like women, and they want to put on makeup and wigs, and they want to take these pills to change their bodily features. Okay, they are possessed. They are possessed. These people are not saved. They are demon-possessed. All right, and they are—they do nothing but to steal, kill, and destroy. They are instruments, complete instruments of Satan, destroy others. Okay, but that's not you today. They are not listening to this. Okay, you're on here because you can appreciate truth and you love truth. Amen. So, how do they go? They go by the name of Jesus. They're cast out. That's right, Mark 16 and 16. Read that passage. He said, in my name, you shall cast out devils. Again, it's just a torment passing through. Oh, we can go deep into this. I'm, I'm not going to go much deeper than what I am. There's a lot more to it. Praise God. They go by the power of the name of Jesus, and you can cast them out. There's nothing like the name of Jesus. The, the titles, Father, Son, Holy Ghost, are not going to cast them out. You can go to a witch doctor, you can go to a seance, you can go to uh, palm reading, card reading, and all this other craziness. You can pick up spirits in those places. Working with a Ouija board, you can pick up spirits. All that craziness. All right? There are there are witches. There are people that pray to the devil. It's not all real. They're not all. Some of them are just faking it out, but some of them actually do. Some of them are actually possessed. Some of them are real witches and real warlocks, and they have given themselves over to complete evil, and they pray to Satan. But greater is he <laughs> that's in you. You're possessed with God. You're possessed with God. You are a possessor of God Almighty. He lives inside of you. Oh, that's right. You'll be, you'll be surprised how you get your deliverance. 
through the name of Jesus, you'll be surprised how you can get free from anything because of the authority that you have. You have the authority. You, you don't have to ask for it. You don't have to pray for this authority. You, you got that authority when you received the Holy Ghost. That's right. When you were given, you were baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost, my friend, you were given authority to cast devils out. Even this is, this is 12 disciples, they didn't even have the Holy Ghost. Before they had the Holy Ghost in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, they were casting devils out of people just by the name of Jesus without the Holy Ghost. That tells you how powerful the name is. That's right. <laughs> it tells you how powerful the name of Jesus is. All right. Yeah, we've been dealing with spirits today, haven't we? We've been exposing these devils. Thank God for the victory. My friend, I want you to be encouraged. Go to war. Go to war. If you have nobody to go, go to war with you, I tell you what, Jesus is with you. That's right. If you can find one or two people that understand, praise God. That's right. One shall chase a thousand. If nobody will join with you, you can still chase a thousand. Praise God. And two shall put 10,000 to flight. Thank God for my brothers and sisters that will join in prayer. My friend, I thank you for joining in to everything apostolic. Hey, and don't forget to uh, hit that. There's a button there that you can hit where you will be notified of our podcasts when the next ones comes available. Hit that notification button so you'll know about the next podcast and how we can bless you. Thank you for listening and be blessed in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to the Everything Apostolic Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and leave a rating and review for it as it provides tremendous feedback to this ministry. Don't forget more resources are available at www.charlesarodis.com. There you will find Pastor Rodis's books and also the newsletter and a free gift when you subscribe to the newsletter. Until next time, be blessed in Jesus' name.